Third half, episode five, Angus McKellar. It's good to be back on the line. We're coming to you live from the Prewood Rugby Club. Um, and actually, I'm really impressed with the fellas today. It is Tuesday. We are on. Uh, no delays this week. Uh, we're back. Absolutely recovered from a couple of weekends back. So it's good to be here, and it's good to be here on time. Yeah, it's a pretty good shift from the fellas. Um, we've got a bit to cover tonight, boys. Um, Talk about some results from last week. We'll look forward to uh, next week's work. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of talking about uh, the upcoming Ladies' Day. Um, got a bit of a got a bit of an agenda item there. Um, but uh, firstly, boys, how was the weekend? No, the weekend was good. I uh, actually had a wee run around with the Div Threes on uh, Friday night. Uh, there was a few of the Div Two boys: uh, Rocky, Dan Lawden, uh, Jordan, myself. I think that was all. Um, Sam Purden as well. That's not uh, producer Jordan, is it? Yeah, producer Jordan is not here. Yeah, another again, uh, again, another uh, DNS did not start for Jordan Cadman. <laughs> He's uh, former producer Jordan Cadman. Uh, another black mark against yep. his name here, yeah. but no, the, the um, Div Threes mate, they are in great form. Great Nick, um, posting up a nice forty-eight-eight win. But um, yeah, which I had obviously had a few beers on the Friday and then. Up Saturday, a few jobs, and went out to West Mountain. Um, sort of kicked on after that. Probably mm. here, Mitch. Um, just back to producer Jordan, just quickly. I don't want to blow the smoke up his ass, but I believe he scored. Yeah, he did dock down for one. Um, a lot of you are probably thinking, good, he can shave his moustache, but he actually already did it a week early. Uh, with no try, absolutely. Premature. Absolutely. Yeah, premature. There's one thing he's good at. Probably not all his. Uh, not the only time he's been premature. Congratulations, <laughs> Jordan, on um, getting off that donut. But um, yeah, it'd be good if you sort of took your job seriously and actually did something for a change. That'd be nice. Actually, we're running um, zero producers here tonight, aren't we? We are, but you know, it's we're the team, really. So yeah, we're, um, we'll be okay. We'll yeah, be okay. We'll be fine. They're just dead weight. Um, did you have a few tubes in the weekend, Mitch? Yes, I did. Uh, Saturday night, uh, just celebrated the end of the holidays, so went out and uh, dusty Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> another dusty Sunday. Yes. Yeah, no, you're gonna get that. I actually um, had a very dusty Sunday myself. Had a uh, engagement party up in Amberley, oh. your classic farm party. Um, and uh, so, sure. sorry, where? Uh, Amberley. Oh, okay. Yeah, up in uh, up in North Canterbury there. And um, yeah, now look, fair to say that I uh, really pushed the boat out a little bit more than I was planning on doing. Had the option of going home with uh, the missus' parents at about 10.30. Said, thanks, but no thanks. I've got a few more uh, brown bombers to drink. <laughs> and before I know it, I'm spewing in the garden at 3.30. Nice one, brother. And I don't really know what happened um, in the between. So that's just part of the course. Yeah, you get that. Overindulging. I'll tell you, I've, uh, I've had that happen once or twice. Um, 10.30, could go home. Oh, I'll hang around for a couple more. 3.30 in the garden. Yeah, it's happened to the best of us. One more beer. One yeah, more beer. One more beer. I, was, um, I was actually at the neighbours. He was having his 60th. Oh, just I think it's just before Christmas. Josh Fivash. No, not oh, not that neighbour. Oh, other neighbour. <laughs> we'll be a neighbour shortly. Yeah. Um, no, across at uh, Old Street Wells is across the road, and um, yeah, went through a, went through a bottle of Jim Beam uh, spirits, Ooh. and uh, woke up. I thought you meant an RTD. No, no, no. No, went through the whole spirit bottle and. Uh, Woke up at 7.30 the next morning uh, on the floor. I fell off the toilet. Um, was taking a shit at some point and <laughs> fell off and uh, woke, up, woke up in my own spew in the bathroom on the floor. 
Nice. That's yeah. uh, that's a hell of a way to wake up. On yeah, a it wasn't morning. nice. It was we, not nice. We had a um, I had a couple of uh, uh, reasonably big night on Jim Beam when I was in Dunedin. I'm pretty sure it was Jim Beam actually, and um, woke up in first year. Um, my sort of dorm room when you come up the up the hallway and go into my door, my bed sort of was end on in front of the door. And again, this was a weeknight, so I'm sort of found myself half asleep, sort of with my top half on the end of the bed, and sort of like kneeling over the end of the bed, um, completely nude. Nice. And everyone's going past my door in the morning, <laughs> getting the sort of full view of my big, big wide butthole. Nice. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, yeah, no, it's not, not real good stuff, that Jim Beam. Where'd you, uh, where'd you end up on Saturday, much? Um, just town. Actually, we, um, we had a good wee win on uh, Saturday mm. up in uh, Lowburn. And um, yeah, we took a few stops on the, the way home. So stopped nice. in at uh, somewhere in Belfast. So old Monteith's bar, I think. It's turned into Armadillo's. Not Armadillo's at the bridge, but uh, Armadillo's at, at Belfast. At Belfast. Nice. Um, nice. So stopped there and then, yeah, good old bus trip home and then ended up at, uh, at the bridge. So Naturally. Yeah, at na- naturally. At the bridge. Did right. So uh, yeah, the boys, boys had a few brews there and that was the start of the evening. And then yeah. Yeah, ended up elsewhere, so that oh, was good. Yeah, no, it's always um, good to get around the wrong side of a bus trip, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. So uh, a few few beers on the way home, Mitch, but talk us through the game. I know, I know you had a good win, thrilling win. Yeah. Um, um, talk I, us through it. I actually got subbed in the 30-second minute, so that's a new <laughs> new low. <laughs> totally pulled me off. No, I was having a muzzle, eh? But, um, Do you not have to play half a game in that grade? No, nah, not anymore. No, oh. this is competitive footy, eh? And Apparently not. If you're not performing, you get pulled off. Uh, as I learned on Saturday. That's the Derek rule. <laughs> <laughs> Away from me, um, we uh, started off slow. I think Lowburn were up 10-0 after the first probably five minutes. They were beating the clock at one point, which wasn't nice. But, um, mm. yeah, they sort of hit that cocky stage in the, that 60th minute and the boys found something somewhere. And, yeah, we lifted and ended up coming away with the 25-23 uh, win on their club day. So oh, the nice. boys were pretty stoked with that one. Um, they, yeah, they didn't offer a whole lot, but they were just very physical team, and yeah, they farmers, the farmers did right, and they yeah had us on defence, but no, it was a yeah crack of an afternoon really. It was good to come away with a hard fought victory. No, it was bloody good, mate. It's good to see the uh, Colts still clinging on top of the table. Um, I think Glenmark might have taken us over uh, with bonus points after the oh, after the weekend. But still sitting, uh, still sitting at the top there yeah, somewhere. Exactly. It's good. Um, and Tim, mate, the the ones I was out there to see it didn't see much though. But um, yeah, no, nah, it was uh, not too much to write home about for uh, the Div One Penguins on Saturday. We um, went out to West Melton on their club day. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't ruin the party. We um, sort of found ourselves chasing. Uh, went down nineteen 0 early and found ourselves chasing for most of the game. Um, Pulled it back to 19 all on full time, and it actually took a 40 metre drop goal Ooh. from one of the West Mountain boys when their first five um, kept a 40 metre drop goal and sort of stole the show um, on club day. So, congratulations to them. Um, doesn't make it any easier for us. Back to the drawing board. We've um, got a big week of training and uh, look to look to try and consolidate really. Um, but hey, that's footy, isn't it? Do you think um, the boys were coming off such a hard-fought win against Lincoln? Um, yeah, well, know. it was actually picked up, I think, by Jared right at the beginning of the season, quite early on, that if there was a team that was going to tip us up, it was going to be West Melbourne, you know, coming off the high you know, of Lincoln, mm-hmm. club day, essentially um, you know, playing our final that day and then expected to sort of back up the following week. Um, but like I say, you know, that's, that's footy and you know, it takes a good side to bounce back from something like that. 
and um, do what we do what we know that we're capable of doing. So, yeah, we'll just see if we can uh, get back on the horse this week. Um, got a bus trip ourselves up to Hurunui, so we'll see how we go there. But yeah, no, she's uh, certainly been a bit of soul searching in the in the camp for the fellas. Just before your game kicked off, it might have even been just on kickoff. Um, I was standing with a few uh, few of the boys and we were watching the end of the under-18s game which was happening on the field next year. And um, obviously no scoreboard in that game and Prevalon scored late uh, and the conversion was missed. And I heard someone say 19 all. Ooh. And it was last play, um, much similar with what was about to happen in an hour and a half across, across the way there. But Baylor McDonald hit a penalty kick from about 41, 42 metres out. Um, to seal Preble in the game, 22-19. It's hot. That's pretty hot for an yeah. under-18. It was a big kick. It's um, clutch. Yeah, it was a good kick too. Yeah. Um, was out in front? Yeah, it was out in front. Yeah. Nice. Anur, you being a first five yourself, mm-hmm. can you kick one for 40 minutes? Oh, yeah, mate. No dramas. Um, although... With the wind? A headwind, uphill. How big's the run-up? Is it the five and three like Dan Carter or a bit more than that? Nah, see, I'm just a four back on the angle, one in. Um, nah, yeah, I'd hit one from I 60. I understand you'd hit one from 60 in gumboots. Yep, uphill headwind. Yep, right. Yeah, no dramas in the snow. In the snow too? In the snow. Yeah. Doesn't worry me, mate, I'll left footed. Kick, kick him for anywhere. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just send it. Just send it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, look to try and have some of that coverage exclusive on the third half one on Instagram. Keep an eye on that to try and see Anurinola kicking a 60 metre uphill penalty kick in his gumboots and in the snow. In the headwind. And a headwind. Yeah. And off his left foot. Yeah. Yeah. Easily done. Easily done. That's the story. Speaking of easily done, um, the Crusaders had another good win Friday night. Oh, mate, they are the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't see them losing another game. This, you oh, know, no, just. Yeah, but you know, just the way they play, the way they almost just save themselves for that last thirty minutes. They just look like they can just turn it on when they need to. Yeah. They just play yep. good footy. I just don't feel nervous watching them anymore. It's like. You used to get nervous watching the Crusaders yeah, and you're like, yeah. oh, you don't know how these teams are going to go and if they'll shake them up, but just full of confidence. I, I was quite nervous Friday night because I saw um, one of the third half pace on the sideline oh. at, the, at oh. the game <laughs> carrying cables. Mitch um, took us through the job, ca- carrying the cables on the sideline at the rugby. Um, a lot of pressure, a lot of eyes on you. Oh, a, lot, a lot of eyes on me. Um, you know when you've, you've mucked up when your cam- cameraman's on his ass on the ground <laughs> after tripping up his own cable? Um, Has me, it happened? Me personally, no. Uh, other team members, yes. And right. uh, they're no longer with us. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, nah, good wee gig. It's um, pretty fun to get close to the rugby. And, you know, if, if I wasn't there working, I'd be there anyway. So it's yeah. a bit of a free gig, which is, which is nice. Well, it's uh, certainly nice to be close to the field. It's also nice to be... Uh, Close to Nane Punavai, who made his debut for the Crusaders, Mitch, you were there? Yeah, I was, um, on the opposite sideline to uh, where he ran on the field, but yeah, it was a pretty special moment actually seeing someone that you sort of grew up knowing their family um, and how hard he's worked uh, in his times through school to finally run on that, that paddock for the Crusaders. Um, yeah, a bit of a cheer as he ran on too, actually. So, yeah, it's good yeah, to see. Plenty of the, uh, plenty of the whānau there um, after the game, uh, down on the field with him, so... No, that was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, I was actually in the crowd as well, Mitch. I was uh, on the northern side of the uh, of uh, Orange Theory Stadium as you were, and um, felt the whole crowd lift. You know, everyone mm. sort of took a breath of fresh air and uh, knew that the the Messiah, the Savior, and um, actually my, my World Cup bolter, um, Nani Punavai. Oh, Nani, yeah, World Cup bolter. All right. um, I think he's a chance. Don't rule him out. Mm. No, I can uh, I can get around that actually. You know, the 15, 20 minutes he showed on uh, Friday night. 
Shows he's got the goods for uh, to take the All Blacks to the to the end of the cup. Yeah, maybe maybe not the next World Cup, but the next one after that, maybe. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, where's that? Uh, South Russia. I feel like it's in Russia for some reason. Okay, it's a big play. Or is it yeah. the Olympics? <laughs> oh, no, they're not allowed in the Olympics. Who knows? Um, yeah. I think it's South Africa. Yeah, you might be right actually. Uh, well, I know so, Ireland made a big play on that, but yeah, that's um, right. It was, I was gonna, I was gonna throw Ireland in as a potential option, but uh, you will go with South Africa. Mm. Uh, might have to be there to watch Nani Punavai in action, and even possibly Isaiah Punavai. Indeed, mm. yeah, he'll be there. Uh, okay. Oh, France. There you go, France. 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 France okay, thanks for that. Yeah, we were close. Uh, <clears throat> <with> South Africa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> geologically. Ge- geology. Um, <clears throat> what do you, you boys got a got a got an early pick for a World Cup bolter? Uh, Mitch, um, I know like everyone's talking about this, but bloody hell, Sevu Reese is playing some unreal code. He's actually just like showing his highlights from um, Friday night on the uh, on the TV here at uh, Third Half HQ. Um, yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely in there. Uh, Will Jordan as well. Yeah, I was actually in that uh, that corner that he scored in, and um, I sort of took my eye away from the game just temporarily, and out the corner of my eye, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like someone is going to land on me. Like that's how far that blue and centre got sent. Oh, the number eight got sent backwards. It was unreal. I was number eight, so it was your wheel right. It was, it was quite a Smith. Smith. What about um, just watching the breakdown here? What about uh, John Kerwin with his rolled up pants? I thought you were going to comment on um, his. <laughs> Massive piece. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Let's, hang on, let's just rewind that. I'm just covering up with his hand there. Hang on. Oh, okay. Ooh. Hang on. Schlong. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> pause that. Pause that. Yeah, we're going to get a bit of coverage of uh, JK's huge piece up on uh, on uh, the third half one at Instagram because, wow. That's a... Dude's packing serious heat. Fuck, Jesus. Even oh. Ali's impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff's definitely impressed. Always impressed. Gold is impressed. He's catching the full frontal and white crocker. It's business as usual for him. <laughs> the crockzilla, nothing phases him. Nah. Nothing Ugh. phases him. Sorry, as you were. Yeah, no. No, just talking about those boys, uh, you were saying, Sever Reese has to be thrashing that number eight. What about the Highlanders getting the job done over the Sunwolves? Yeah, look, I, um, this, the, they, I rolled out of um, out of Orange Theory Stadium and down to the Spades Alehouse. To just in time to catch the start of uh, the Hollanders absolutely murdering the Sunwolves. Did you have money on the Sunwolves? Yeah, unfortunately I actually did. I actually <laughs> um, foolishly thought that after they ran the Hurricanes pretty close last week that they might be a runner's chance. They're paying 360, I think. Um, and as per usual with my tab account, it was a donation. So um, thanks very much to the Sunwolves for really shitting the bed on that one. How much did you put on them? Um, it was only ten. It was only a lazy outside bet just to try and keep the uh, to keep the account rolling. Um, uh. The actual reason I input money earlier in the week was to try and bank roll myself um, on OKC beating Portland. That didn't happen, um, and then yeah, found myself further in the hole. Just like every time I end up at the casino. So, <laughs> yep. Thanks to the TAB for supporting me. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Holland uh, Hurricanes getting the job done as well. Hurricanes, yeah. And the Chiefs? They looked real tidy. Um, and just to continue my really poor run of form uh, with rugby this weekend, I actually put Geordie Barrett on my bench in my fantasy team. Oh. And he went ahead and scored 66 points. Mm-hmm. I chose Samisi Masarewa out of the uh, Sunwolves, and he got me six points. So 
turns out I don't know anything about rugby. Thanks, mate. At um, half time of the Sunwolves game, uh, I obviously have Hayden Parker on my team. Hayden Parker had me minus seven points. Minus seven points. He oh. actually finished the game with 17. Yeah. So I wasn't all that disappointed. But <clears throat> another game I actually watched with a lot of interest was the Stormers Bulls game uh, at three o'clock on Sunday morning. Were you still um, up or did you get up for it? Oh, I got up for it. Um, obviously, I had a bit of a big day watching the ones and then a few tubes later on. Uh, I sort of got home. Uh, I didn't really know what time it was. It was 10 past 7. <laughs> had my dinner, went to bed, out at 8. And I got up in the night to go to the toilet, woke Charlotte up. She got up to go to the toilet. She stood on a remote. Sky Sport was on. <laughs> the game That's was right. on about 10 minutes through and Charlotte went to turn it off and said, do you want me to just leave this on? I said, yeah, thanks, mate. Um, did did you comment on something, um, a group that we were in on Facebook Messenger at one thirty in the morning with just a link to the third half? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yep. why are we up at one thirty? I'm pretty sure there's holes in your story. Oh, maybe it was what time did they play? Maybe it was one thirty that they played. You reckon? Uh, definitely would have been three thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Come back to you on that. No, it's oh, at 2.30. 30. Oh, yeah, no, so. And I was quite hammered by that. You said, I effing juice bob. Yeah. Oh, and Frank's mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I was on the wrong chat. side. On the wrong side of cheap rap parades. That's chat. Yeah, speaking of uh, well, professional rugby players, uh, big Michael Gardner had a birthday this week. Yeah, he was. Uh, he got a few he got a few mentions on the old Facebook. Uh, Michael Gardner it was probably his. Oh, by looking at his receding hairline, it's probably his forty fourth birthday. So, congratulations, <laughs> Michael, on making it um, almost to the half century. He played um, ten years for the New Zealand Secondary Schools. Yeah, and he was actually in the inaugural New Zealand Secondary School side as well. So, congratulations, Michael Gardner, and congratulations on still playing rugby um, way late into your twilight years. It's very impressive stuff. Peaked early, and but he's still peaking now. Yeah, he just doesn't stop peaking. Does it, does it count as a peak if you're just good forever? I say yes. You say yes. Yeah, we'll call it the Tom Brady effect. The Tom Brady effect and the, the Michael Gardner effect. That's definitely yeah. That's definitely something Michael uh, Michael Gardner had. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tom Brady, I was actually sitting there watching the NFL draft the other day, and um, but, but bored were you, mate? <laughs> yeah, I was actually. <laughs> I was probably bored, but actually the other thing was that it was coming live from Nashville, and if any of you. Um, 12 listeners I think we had last time um, 12 listeners have been to Nashville I'd love to talk to you about it I'd love to hear about it from uh, from your emails to the third half one at hotmail.com because I love Nashville uh, Music City tremendous uh, 150,000 people actually fill in the streets for the NFL draft um, the kid that got drafted one was Kyler Murray Murray or Murphy? Murray Murray he um, got drafted first he's a quarterback um out of Texas A&M, and he actually got drafted number seven in the Major League Baseball draft last year. What an overachiever. And so he got drafted first of the American football in the NFL. No, so last year he got drafted seven in the baseball draft, yeah. Major League Baseball. Yeah. One of, you know, um, it's kind of a big deal for anyone. And yeah. my understanding of it, and I could be slightly off on the um, on the facts here, if you're listening, Kyla, feel free to... Um, Email through to the third half one at hotmail.com um, and just explain what happens here. I, my understanding was that he got drafted seven, um, decided after that that he actually didn't want to play um, baseball anymore, he wanted to play football, um, and so he went back to school, played a bit more football, and made the number one in the NFL draft. Wow. Jesus, that's a, that's a, big, uh, that's a big ask. It's probably a decision that paid off for him. 
Absolutely. 100%. Um, just quickly, on the breakdown here, they're showing New Zealand's number six option for the All Blacks. And they said, here are some options. And then they just showed a clip of Sam Kane. Oh. Isn't he our seven? Was it his number six vertebrae that he broke? Isn't he shit? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Matt Todd is clearly the best, uh, oh, best seven. Oh, now, that, now they're showing Squire. The Enforcer, as one, one paper called him one time. Um, what do we got coming up this weekend as far as uh, Div 1 footy goes? Div 1 footy, what do you got there from Section A? Hampstead, Waihora, what's everyone thought? Waihora? Waihora. Well, yeah, I'd say Waihora probably want to bounce back from their loss last week. Um, down at Hampstead as well, they'll probably look at getting some KFC for their after match. Not a bad, um, not a bad, fit. not a bad one. Uh, Darfield, Ashley, Battle of the Mullets, Battle <laughs> <laughs> of the Mullets, Darfield, Darfield. The Ducks head up to uh, Ashley and get a low burn and get the job done. I think. Yeah, I think they do. Duck shooting weekend as well. They'll be pretty keen to get the job done and get out of there. There might be a bit of face paint still involved. Yeah. Uh, the Southern Stew Tarbotten contracting side going to uh, playing Hornby. Uh, that'll be Southern. Southern. Southern down there, as, down well. there as well. Down yeah. there as well. Uh, that'll be yeah, definitely Southern. Uh, Kai Poi and BDI Ooh. BDI upset uh, Waihora last week I'm going to go BDI I know it's at Kai Poi but I think BDI get the job done nice yeah I'll go BDI as well uh, heading into section B we've got uh, Springston up against Glenmark Cheviot this, this is a big one that's actually, actually a really, yeah. that's a big game because um, Glenmark Cheviot actually had a win last week as well and Springston went down and Springston went down mm. uh, Springston's first loss of the year I think I'm I'll, going to Springer I'll at home I'm Springston at home I'm going to go Glenmark Cheviot on that one okay yeah nice bit of discretion there uh, I think Mitchell Dunshaw is actually playing for um, Springston nice uh, Mitchell or George or Mitchell yeah, he was Mitchell. in the team on Saturday wasn't he for the Crusaders oh yeah he did play for the Crusaders yes yeah, so he didn't play last week obviously while they lost yeah um, oh, moving on Southbridge Rolston now this is a big game it's a big game um I'm going to go Southbridge unders. Yeah, I'm. look, it's at Southbridge. It's in Dan oh. Carter country, so I might go Southbridge unders as well. Yep. Southbridge. I don't care. <laughs> I hate Rolleston. And just to point out to our loyal loyal uh, podcast listeners, uh, Rolleston Rugby Club actually followed the third half on Instagram. And um, that's something that uh, I laughed at very hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then blocked them. Yes. <laughs> And I just I just want to put this out here there that I I love how crap the Rolleston Senior Club is. <laughs> that's a good that's a contentious play, but I really um, I really enjoy it. That's really coming from it. Mitch Redman. Mitchell Redman. Uh, moving on, Ahoka. Losers. Ahoka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ahoka playing Rakaya. And Ahoka. Up, up at Ahoka. Bit of a trip for the boys from Rakaya. Rakaya get it done. Yeah, Rakaya get it done. <laughs> Do you hate a hoker or a Kai Mitch or are they alright? No, it's just Rolleston. Just Rolleston. Jeez. Where's this where's this hatred of Rolleston come from? Just like under eight and a half. Like they're just is assholes. It, is it that time you guys got to put a hundred put on you? Um from Mucker and Joseph Taipei? No, they were playing for West Melbourne at that stage. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh no we put I think it must have been I just didn't had a wee preseason stint for the eighteens last year and we got up fifty five zip over them. How good. Kept them with a donut, so Keep that was awesome. Donuts. That was nice. Um, actually, um, that was actually the end of my rugby career, just to add to your hatred oh. um, against Rolston. Uh, got king hit. Oh, no. Broke my cheekbone. Sounds about, about right from uh, Roland Louis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's exactly how it was. Um, yeah. No, nah, not good stuff from the from the Rolston Div 2 side of the Rolston Club in general. Um, where are we? Saracens, Methan, and Saracens up there in Hangiora. 
I'll probably go Miffin on that one. I'm going to go Miffin. Yeah, Miffin yeah. also. There we go. Uh, section C. Hurunui up against uh, our Div ones out there at Culverton. Thoughts? I um, <laughs> think I... And this is a real tough one. Um, I'm going to go Prewilden overs. I'm going to go Prewilden overs. They're coming off a hurt. Um, and Hurunui are going to have about three quarters of team away. Duck shooting. Mm. So it's going to be 15 on 7 out there, I reckon. Yeah. It's a bit of like... Half by competitive footy versus social footy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it it is. really is. It is, yeah. Nice. It's when there's a group of kids playing against their older brother's mates <laughs> and they just get murdered. Um, don't come back around my turf. Um, Oxford versus Ashburton Celtic up in Oxford. Bit of a treble for um, Celtic. This could be a tough one. I'm actually going to go Oxford on that. Yeah, I'm going to go Oxford. Uh, the treble will get to Celtic. How do you travel from Ashburton to Oxford? You can go inland, can't you? Um, I suppose you probably would take the um, inland scenic route uh, over the gorge. Uh, yeah, oh, I actually, I actually, yeah, yeah, definitely would be quicker. Yeah, yeah you would. I've never really thought of that. Interesting. Um, and then final game uh, of the of the round: Lincoln Div ones up against West Melton. Hopefully, West Melton get. I'd love to see West Melton do it. I'd love to see. I'd love to see West Melton do it. I hate Lincoln. Do you? I yeah. hate West Melton. After what happened last and week, Lincoln. I hate West Melton. I actually hate the road. I want to see a nil all draw. Yeah, that's the best result for me. Maybe, maybe, a, few, maybe a few injuries. <laughs> a lot of injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going for a draw on this one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Lincoln. Um, that's uh, good stuff. Um, as far as the twos go, Thursday night footy. Thursday night footy. So happy to see that. Um, seven o'clock, isn't it, Ru? Seven o'clock, we kick off. Uh, Kerwee. Um, should be a big game because uh, we're currently sitting fourth, and I think Kerwee is sitting about sixth. Uh, Mitch, mm. if you could just pull that up for me, mate. Yeah, sure. How, um, how was training tonight, Ru? Uh, it wasn't too bad. We didn't. We sort of did a, a bit of a split, and we did a lot of talking actually at the backs rather than running through our plays. And doesn't really make much of a change, though, does it? I can no, confirm no. that uh, Kiwi are sitting in fifth. So they're behind us. Yes. On the same oh. amount of points, so um, we really need to win this to Battle. stay ahead of them. We need to stay in that top four. Um, but no, I, I, I think we'll be all right. Definitely got got the got the guys to do it yep. so um, no we had a run against the ones and uh, yeah it was all good it was dewy and cold and it was it was damn cold out there tonight but um, no mm. so it should be all good it should be all good uh, looks as if the threes correct me if I'm wrong but they may have the week off this week uh, threes and colts have the week yes, off we due do. to duck shooting indeed plenty <laughs> yeah. of duck hunting going on for the fellas priorities in country rugby so, absolutely uh, um, have we got any 18s uh, yes, they are at home yes. at midday against. They are playing. Uh, this will quite possibly be the the uh, game of the the weekend. It'll be a big one for them. Uh, up against Sprinkston, eighteen. Nice on the oval. So nice. Yeah, those boys are training pretty one, hard out there tonight. One so. o'clock kickoff. Yeah. So and it's uh, also a total span shield challenge. So oh, good luck, boys. Yeah. If you're not keen on heading out to Colburn for the ones, uh, make sure you're down at the oval for. For yeah, the it's a big game. Good luck, good luck, 18s this week. I think um, um, Mitch and I will probably be there commentating that one. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that sounds about right. They probably yeah, deserve deserve yeah. our expertise down there. Yeah. Uh, third half corner. <laughs> third half corner. Third half corner. We're going to be active again. Now we are going to put a shameless plug for the third half here. Um, ladies' day, ladies' night. Is it ladies' night or ladies' day? It's ladies, uh, probably ladies' all day. Ladies. Every day is a ladies' day, isn't it? Ladies' afternoon, evening. Ladies' afternoon, evening is early morning. Event. Too early morning. Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, 11th of May, so two weeks away. Um, big day. 
any supporters, friends, family members, partners, girlfriends, sisters, daughters, mothers, anything wags. female, wags to do around the club. Ladies, get down there. Grandmums? Grandmums, also yep. welcome. Great grandmums if you're still around. Female dogs? Yes, that's also an option. Um, bitches. Oh, I think bitches, yes. Female dogs actually put a bitch. <laughs> yes. Get those bitches there. Get those bitches there. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so ladies' day, ladies' night, ladies' evening, whatever we're going to call it, they um, put on a spread, a few wines um, next to the game, watch the watch the twos, the ones, whoever's playing there, and then later on the evening, we're actually going to look at putting in a um, you know a bit of an evening spread. Last year, there was a humongous um, platter, courtesy of uh, of Jolene, platters by Tower J. Is that what's called? Tower J, Tower yeah. J, yeah. Nice. Um, and the third half are going to be auctioning off some of the senior pl- senior club members. Mm-hmm. Senior boys, yep. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great night. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Some great, uh, some great talent going up for auction, and it's going to be hosted by yours truly. Some great talent. Absolutely. Some great talent up for auction. Some rigs that we've actually talked about already, and we're actually managed to take a couple of moments to have a conversation with one of those boys up for auction, um, Angus McKellar. Uh, he's been a he's played his fiftieth game for Preveton last week. Congratulations, Angus! Hell of an achievement. Um, we'll get him on the line. See if we can get some time with Angus. <laughs> Angus, are you there, mate? We got you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're here, mate. Here, mate. How you going? Yeah, yeah, how you going, mate? We got you live with the third half. Um, how's things, mate? Oh, real good, real good. Yeah, uh, good to hear from you. It's a pleasure to be here. That's the story. How's your week been? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, up in Colvin currently. Um, working up here, so yeah, as good as it can be. On the tools, is that why you had an apology from uh, from training last night? Yeah, that's right, mate. That's right. Yeah, um, up here working away, um, very busy, but um, making a special trip back on Thursday for training, though. That is good. Hey, just that's before we all, we jump too far into it, um, this is the third half coming to you with some pretty fancy technology. So, how about we all uh, introduce where we're uh, broadcasting live from this evening? <laughs> Tim, I'm coming from uh, producer Jordan's house. Nice. <laughs> Tim? Well, I'm currently I'm in, in Colverton. Um, Colverton? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Miles Good. away from you. Good. Tim, yourself? I'm actually sitting in the car out front of my parents' place. Um, just got the phone plugged in. I'm running a very seriously low battery situation. Um, yeah, that's rough. Uh, I'm coming to you live from... Uh, New Zealand Broadcasting School here at the Utter Institute of Canterbury uh, on Madras Street. So, hey, it's, uh, it's all great to be in uh, one place via the interweb. On the line. On the line. It's all good stuff. Our technology these days. Oh, yeah. What are you building up there, Gus? Uh, mate, we've got a, got a big, um, big farm homestead. Um, so, it's, uh, yeah, it's a big old girl. Uh, got damaged in the Kaikoura earthquake. Um, so we basically we've pulled half of it down, rebuilding half of it, and then um, yeah, re uh, renovating the other half. So, yeah, yeah right. it's, uh, it's an interesting job. job, you know, building the the old with the new kind of thing. What's the biggest challenge that you found so far, Gus? Obviously, you've pulled it down. That sounds quite counterproductive to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to going to weave it backwards. Um, Mate, we had a, 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 the big task of getting all the structural steel into the already built house. Um, uh, the the part that got damaged that was that wasn't demolished. Uh, we've had to get um, structural steel inside of the house, so we've had to care, carry uh, six five hundred kilo 
uh, steel beams nice. inside the house, walking through the front door. So you did it yourself. Right, so, yeah, a lot of manpower involved there. That's uh, probably been the trickiest part. Good stuff. Hey, mate. Um, you're in some good form at code at the moment. Uh, you brought up a nice milestone a couple of weeks ago on uh, Centenary Weekend, mate. Mm, you want to talk us through five, that? Big five O. Um, yeah, pretty unreal timing. Um, yeah, 50 games. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's a pretty, pretty cool uh, atmosphere. Um, pretty cool occasion uh, celebrating both the centenary weekend and the 50th game. So, uh, a special moment. Pretty I've cool weekend to uh, lead the team out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got given the game ball and uh, set to run out on my own. So, look, I was actually just worried about not falling over in front of everyone. Uh, <laughs> <so> good. <laughs> I've actually got a bit of intel just on that one, Gus. Um, I don't know if you remember training, um, and this is hot off the press actually, training just prior to Centenary Weekend um, where you mentioned to, to, to Grimwood that you thought it was your 50, 50th game. That was how sort of how it went down, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, look, I, I knew that I was getting close and I sort of got in his ear just, uh, you know, I didn't really want him to to miss out on the on the potential of, of having the 50th game um, on Centenary. So I sort of, yeah, you know, just just to, just to clarify, because uh, I knew I was getting close. So yeah, no, so what actually, happened, what, actually happened, what actually happened, Gus, was that we had a look in the Blues News, which I printed last year, with um, complete with 46 or 47 games or whatever it was that we had printed. And when Grimmy actually went home and had a look, uh, that was actually wrong, and your fiftieth was actually last week against West Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get it. So, so I ran out. Okay, all right. Well, it's probably a bit late now. I was about to say best keep that one quiet, but um, yeah, probably right, yeah. we, we we probably could edit that out. But yeah, now so congratulations on bringing up your fiftieth on cent- on your forty ninth on centenary. Um, <laughs> sorry we couldn't get the the win for your fiftieth, Gus. But hey, we um. We'll celebrate it centenary weekend. Um, I know you sort of enjoyed yourself centenary weekend. Um, what was the highlight? Was it was it running out for the for the fiftieth, or was it running out for the um, you know enjoying yourself on the Saturday night, Gus? It was a big weekend all round. Oh, yeah, it was. It was, Tim. Uh, good question. Um, but um, at the time, it would have been running out um, for the fiftieth. Well, come the 49th, um, <laughs> pretty special occasion. Um, you know, in my head thinking that it was the 50th, but um, but also walking off the field being winners um, was pretty special. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, the Saturday night it was also good fun. Yeah. Do you mean walking off the walking off the field as a winner on the Saturday afternoon or the Sunday morning when I come to pick you up? <laughs> Uh, no comment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off the field, you know. Great, great feeling. Great feeling. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. <laughs> Gus, you're in the Lions Den up there in Culverton. That's uh, where the boys are heading for this weekend. Um, yeah. What's the feeling around the town? Uh, are, they, are they looking forward to the Penguins rolling in, thinking that we've come off a loss, maybe thinking that they've got a chance of, um, of getting their first win? Has, has there been any murmurs around uh, that? Oh, mate, no. I haven't, I haven't really... Uh, I haven't actually heard, mate. There's, um, yeah, there's actually not a lot going on in Colverton, funnily enough. But, um, yeah. No, actually, I went down for a wee, uh, due to missing training last night, I went down for my own training run, thinking that, um, thinking that it might have been some Huranui guys down at the rugby field and 
go on the spare field, but it turns out they don't even train on a Tuesday. So, so they'll be coming into this hopefully uh, second best with the one one training leading into the weekend. So, that's, yeah. that's a massive play not training on a Tuesday when you're a senior yeah. side. Do you think that possibly translated into them having five losses from their five games? <laughs> I think, yeah. It could be huge. Um, yeah, that's completely uh, relevant. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, they're doing their twice the training a week might potentially make them twice as good. So, um, but yeah, not this week at least. Not this. We're looking good for a one. Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> nice, nice one, brother. Uh, always, always great to talk to you, uh, Angus. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for spending a couple of moments with the third half. I'm sorry to have uh, essentially popped the balloon on your fiftieth over centenary weekend, but hey, you played fifty now. We'll celebrate it prematurely. Um, celebrate it regardless. You're you're a hell of a stalwart. The Prewood and rugby team loves having you around. Let's hope there's fifty more in the bank, hey? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks very much, guys. It's been great chatting. Hey, thanks, mate. thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Um, also, if you don't manage to find yourself a uh, a senior rugby spunk on ladies' evening, um, myself as the MC, I'll also be available. Um, don't I don't charge myself. I don't charge very high rates. Um, I'm sort of I'm pretty keen just to you know get my name out there and uh, you know if you're interested, I'll, I'll be there. Alternatively, you can find Mitch on Tinder, where also, he's still toiling away. Yes. Update? Um, no, nah, it's been a bit of a quiet week, actually. Um, you know, I think everyone's back at uni, and they've probably got more more important things. Um, myself, you know, I'm still on Tinder. Um, uni, not all that interesting at the moment. What, uh, what, are you, what do you run for your bio, um, Mitch? What have you... Oh, actually, um, this is courtesy of Ant Neetle, um, and <laughs> nice. our, probably our podcast rivals, it could be said, over there at Head, Heart and Balls. Um, this was a hot topic of uh, conversation in theirs and I'll just get this up for you <laughs> struggle to get it up right no yeah alright <laughs> yeah. are we ready for this one yes looking for a trustworthy lass who is preferably healthy i.e. has both kidneys smokes fish and trans- does transparent wheeze in the swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have you had any comments on it from the ladies uh, no oh, okay. <laughs> have you had any matches since putting that up Yes, no, oh. no, definitely, definitely. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that. Good, oh. that. good. Oh, good luck this week, Mitch, with your toil. Thanks, Tim. Um, hopefully that goes well for you. One thing before we go, Ollie Brook. Ollie Thanks, Brooke. mate. Ollie Brook, one of the one of our day oneers. Uh, managed managed to meet Ollie the other day, and uh, mate, it was an absolute treat meeting the young fellow. He's a he's a great young man, and you know we we appreciate your support on the show, mate. Where'd you actually meet him? Uh, on Tossel Road, walking in to uh, Dan Lawden's place. Nice. Um, he was just walking past with Benny Milligan, another big fan of the show. Nice. Shout out to Benny. Shout out to Benny. Yeah, and they were just walking past, and there he was. Nice. Holy Brock. What's 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 he got had to say about like the evolution of the podcast? Obviously, he he was an early adopter of what we were doing. Is he happy with where we're going? What we're doing? Oh man, in all honesty, I think he's pretty starstruck. Yeah, he I didn't say a lot. Yeah, he he was just he was just happy to meet. Um, you know the man behind the voice yeah in the flesh yeah. uh, the third half so now nah, good on you Ollie mate and you just flick us a message anytime on uh, on Instagram and uh, we'll just like it back because that's about as far as we go when yeah, it comes exactly. to people messaging us hey and you know that's the one reason that we're doing this podcast pretty much is we're, we're role models to that junior junior rugby club you know it's like they, uh... <laughs> can I get a moment sorry 
Justin Marshall on TV is showing off his Bumpfar Yes Boy beer. Oh, yeah. is he debuted it? There it is there. Look, whoa. It's him and Brendan McCullum. Down um, in Wanaka, I believe. I've actually got his address. Have you? Yeah, because... Um, Let's go he, get some Bumpfar trademark. When he trademarked it, it has to be trademarked to someone that living at some residence in New Zealand. And there was Justin Marshall's address down in Wanaka. <laughs> Good, that's good intel for you. <laughs> No, I stuff. wouldn't mind trying one of these beers and uh, seeing how they go. Seeing how the bump Going to become a bit of a fad like old Johnny Danger's Danger Lager? Oh. Is, he, is Justin Marshall going to cark it like Johnny Danger's did? Or a bit of um, or the Waka Changi? No, it's still a good brew. That, that was actually a fad. Still a good actually, brew. Yeah, carried on. It was a, yeah, it was a joke that went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Misty. The old Changi. Wakatumba. Oh, well. About time to knock it in the head, fellas. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck with your footy this weekend. And as always, thanks, thanks mate. mate.